I'm Shannon. And I'm Rami. And this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read or learned to help us all expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy without a whole new degree. This episode is kind of a a companion piece to our previous episode about layoffs. Um, and so we just wanted to do some practical tips about layoffs, right? Having gone through them ourselves, uh, we just wanted to kind of have this episode there for you guys if you're ever in that state or if you have a friend in that state um, and kind of our advice of what to do. So yeah, very practically, I'm going to say that Shannon has hands-on experience here <laughs> and that I, I personally do not. And yeah. so... Uh, everything Shannon says is very, very good. Everything I'm saying is just a, an idea. I think what you have to say will be great too. But yeah, I might be doing more of the talking listeners. So I hope you like the sound of my voice as much as you like the sound of Rami's. Um, okay, so here's my first tip, having been laid off before. Commit to a no decision time frame if you can. And this is a, what do they say? Do as I say, not as I did. <laughs> piece of advice. I didn't do that. And I wish I would have because I moved way too early after getting laid off. I didn't really take time to process it emotionally or take some time off. I just jumped right into the job search. And I wish I would have sat with the feelings and like what actually wanted to happen next versus just focusing on getting busy right away. I recognize that that may not be a possibility for everyone, depending on what kind of severance package you get and so forth. But but if it is a possibility, even if it's just like, I don't know, a week, that might be really great to just commit to not doing anything for a week. No decisions well, and, for a week. And I think we had talked about this in the previous episode, but really taking just some time to accept and emotionally like acknowledge what has happened to you yes that was out of your control yep and and acknowledging that even if it is like shan said like if you don't have a lot of time if you can just take a few days to say okay this is this is just for me to absorb what has happened yes to start to lay the foundation to to really work through it later as opposed to pushing it down and then jumping right into the next thing. Yeah, which is exactly what I did, which is why I left that job within four months <laughs> because I didn't really take time to be thoughtful. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later in tips. But yeah, tip one, commit to no decisions. Okay, so tip two for me is uh, activate your network, but also you may not actually have to. It depends on the circumstances of your layoff. I was laid off at a time where many people were laid off from the same company and everybody who had guilt (laughs) that they weren't laid off wanted to help the people who were. So if you're in a state like that, know that you might have people who are overwhelming you with possibilities and opportunities for where you should go next. So you have to manage that potentially. Um, And if you're not in that position, how can you take it upon yourself to activate your network uh, without feeling a sense of shame. I think um, in clients, I'm thinking of clients that I've worked with who have been laid off, who feel a lot of like shame of like, oh, well, how am I going to talk about this? Or how am I going to explain this? It just happens. Let's not make Mm -hmm. it mean anything. It's just a thing that happens in a lot of workplaces at different times. So let's not make it mean any more than what it is. Yeah. And I, the thing that I would add on there, my piece of advice is when you're connecting and activating your network, 
let them know what you're looking for and be specific if you can, right? Because I think people would say, oh, I know Shannon was doing this, so I'm going to find her that exact same thing. But you might say like, oh, I actually didn't like that thing. I want to pivot to this thing. And so if you are activating your network or if your network is uh, activating itself for you, let them know what you're looking for if it isn't the same thing. And if it is, let them know if there's any parameters or size of company or type of product or whatever it is because at that point your network wants to help you and they'll help you even more if they know specifically what you want right i want to work in a nonprofit or i want to work in this type of environment or whatever it is giving them those parameters helps them even more Yes. People love to help people who know what they want. It makes it really yes. tough to help people. If you don't know what they want, what you want, maybe work with a coach to figure out what you want. Because I find that a lot of fo- folks don't have the time or patience to want to do that with you, um, like in your in your network per se. So whatever you can do to take that time out to figure out what you want and then be really specific with the requests that you're making. Um, Okay, next tip is to partner up with fellow folks who may also be grieving or laid off. I think in the Minneapolis area, there's actually like a networking group for folks who have been laid off. Again, as I mentioned earlier, I was laid off with, I don't even know how many people at the same time, hundred, if not hundreds. And it was really helpful to connect with them at coffee shops and motivate each other work with each other wherever possible to proof each other's resumes, talk about what you're experiencing and how things are going for you. Don't isolate yourself. That's not a thing that would be helpful at this juncture. Yeah, I think just connecting with other people who are in the same place is such a healthy catharsis and like release of unknown feelings because Mm -hmm. this isn't something you had planned it would be different, still very difficult to process, but different if you had made the decision. Mm -hmm. The fact that you didn't make the decision, being with a group of people in the same place, I think is is a healthy thing. And everybody is just there trying to help each other. Yeah. And maybe for for contrast, if I would have spent a bunch of time with Rami right after I was laid off, because again, Rami wasn't laid off and I was, I think that would have been the wrong move. And Rami, like, I love you. You're a great person, but it's a a different experience, right? That we're going through. And so how might this be a time to meet up with people who have a sense of, of what you're going through and not survivor's guilt. Like Rami was going through. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not the most useful thing in that exact moment. Okay. Next tip is more on the mental emotional side of things. And it is to reframe. So I talked about this a little bit uh, in the first part of this episode, but we are very good storytellers in our minds. We can get a set of facts, things that we can actually see and hear, like I have been laid off from this company. I am no longer able to work here and make it mean a lot of things about ourselves that it just doesn't simply need to mean. We can make it mean we're a failure. We can make it mean that people found out that we really weren't great at our jobs, whatever, all kinds of stories like that. We're often going to default to the critic story. And I really want to encourage you in that processing time to name and notice the stories that might be coming up for you that aren't very helpful or self-supportive, and then write a new script. How could this be the best, worst thing (laughs) that's ever happened to you? 
and really let your creative genius run wild with new possible storylines that are, again, more nourishing, compassionate, self-supportive. I like this. Shannon, can you example us here? Yeah, yeah. So uh, for me, if I if I hindsight's twenty twenty again, this was not a thing that I did, but a thing that I wish I would have done. <laughs> I was very caught up in the critic story, and for me, if I would have made a new story about it being the best worst thing that could have ever happened to me, oh, actually, I'm thinking of a mentor who offered a story to me when I was laid off, he said, Shannon, this is going to be the best thing that's ever happened to your network. Because all of these people that you knew that all worked at the same company are now going to go work for like 50 different organizations. Mm -hmm. And you know, all of them. And so how awesome that this atomic bomb just went off, because it's scattered people all over, which is true, like, whether they were laid off or, or not, or just chose to leave after. So that could be an example of where it might be the best worst thing that happened to you. Um, it could be about, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Maybe you're going to. No, I think that's good. And I think you're right on the nose there. I've noticed in having not been the Sunstem, having been through companies that have gone through layoffs, that when people do scatter into the wind, mm -hmm. that they end up like reclumping, which I find totally adorable. Because you're <laughs> like, I really liked working with that person. How do I get that person back? And so it's like, maybe that person didn't get let go in the same layoff. Yeah. But then a year later, you see the two of them working together again, yeah. like in a new place. In essence, it's like beginning to fantasize about your own hero story, right? Like, oh, look at this huge obstacle that I overcame. And so how can you support yourself by maybe looking further out than you're able to, or than you feel like you're able to in that moment? Like, I wish I would have seen or imagined the possibilities of like, hey, this could propel me into entrepreneurship. <laughs> You know, or, or, mm -hmm. hey, this could compel me into a totally different career direction in a way that I may not have otherwise chosen for myself. And that is the beauty that can come out of uh, involuntary transition sometimes. It can create new possibilities for us that we would have never even been able to have chosen for ourselves, left yeah. to our own devices. All right, Shannon, one more piece of advice. What do you got for us? Yeah. Uh, that's a little bit a tail onto the, the last one. But again, how can you separate the facts from the feelings? So it was a fact that I was laid off, right? It is a thing that I can actually see in here. I can no longer work at Target Corporation or, you know, well, that ended up not being true. But for the time being, I could not work at Target Corporation. And then notice what you're making that mean. Very vulnerably, I made that mean, oh, they think, they think I'm the shit of the earth. They think I wasn't good at my job. They think... Um, that people could do my job better than me. All of these terrible, terrible things. I must not have been very supported by my mentors or my senior leaders. That's one set of stories that led me to feeling a certain way about myself that wasn't very helpful. How might I have latched on to a different set of stories, such as the example that we talked about earlier of like, wow, this could be the best thing that's ever happened to my network. Wow, this is an opportunity for me to gain a new skill set at a different organization. Wow, this is an opportunity for me to go work on the vendor side to see how that feels. Wow, this is an opportunity for me to meet new people, learn new things, whatever it might be. Um, other than the, the shit that I was making it mean. Yeah, I like that. All right, let me recap. Shannon, you've given us all the facts and all the advice here, so I can do the recapping. So our practical tips for layoffs are one- Commit to a no decision time frame if you can to just really begin to emotionally process what had happened to you. Second thing is activating your network. 
um, and know that if the layoffs is like a big layoffs, it may not be something you need to do. People will start reaching out for you. Um, but then the other piece of advice there is really be specific if you can about what you want in that next step and activating your network with a very specific, here's what I want to do and here's where I want to do it, I think will help you get there a lot quicker. The next piece of advice is <clears throat> follow, uh, meet with your uh, fellow friends who may also be grieving or laid off and motivate each other, proof your resumes, connect each other with other people in your networks and and use that as a place to kind of really share catharsis and, and share those emotions that you're feeling. Uh, reframe. Remember, we're good storytellers in our minds, but write a new script, right? Like, how could this be the best, worst thing that's happened to you? And then finally, separating the facts from the feeling. So what are the facts? What can you see and hear about what's happening? And then what meaning are you making from those facts? And really stay in that truthful place and curb the critic. With that, we would love for you guys to connect with us on instagram at workplace hugs tell us what advice we missed yeah man uh, I especially me i missed i missed a bunch so any advice that i may have missed feel free to call out specifically it's rami r-a-m-i uh call it out uh we'd love to hear it on instagram at workplace hugs once again i've been rami and i've been shannon and this has been workplace hugs <laughs> <laughs>